Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Uh, we're discussing all things Israel and trying to get a just a deeper understanding of such a an impossible, impossible situation. We are now going to cross over to Tova Lazarov, who is the deputy managing editor of the Jerusalem Post. Good afternoon, Tova. Good afternoon. Thank, thank you so, so much for having me on your show. Thank you, and thank you for for making time this afternoon. Um, there is so much going on, and it's, it's yeah, we, we respect the journalists. It's almost an impossible thing to report on, and moving so so quickly. We actually just heard news now that the ceasefire was broken. I'm not sure if you have more news on that. I don't so much. Okay. I apologize about that. No, no, it's just interesting because we're going to be looking at the ceasefire, um, this afternoon and we, we just wonder. Yeah. Yeah. I I just want to say something about that. I, I mean, you have to imagine the situation that exists now, right? Where you have Hamas and the IDF both in Gaza, right? So where we are is that, you know, the IDF was in the middle of its military campaign and positive, but it didn't leave Gaza. Mm. And Hamas is still there, right? It's there to get Hamas out of Gaza. So right now Hamas is there. The IDF is there. That's a situation of enmity in already a very stressful context of, you know, an area that has been bombed. It, it, where emotions are high, the every day that you extend that situation is also every day in some ways that the truce becomes more fragile, even as the stakes for keeping it get higher. Yeah, absolutely. So, so that's the question is the IDF is still in Gaza and everyone's kind of frozen, but what, what is expected to be happening there at the moment? Do we expect um, that Hamas is regrouping and, and, you know, they can come up with a new strategy or is the IDF kind of there to, to ensure that there's no further damage? What is their role at the moment? Well, the whole, I mean, the whole point, right, of the, of the military um, campaign is to restore security. And Israel said that the only way really that it can restore security is, is by is by getting Hamas out of Gaza. So it's only partially restored security, right? The fact that it's there that's you know that that makes it much more difficult for Hamas to act against southern Israel. But you know both groups are now using this time to obviously regroup at the same time, you know, Hamas is there, so it's still red. Like, it's it's kind of, you know, it's almost like, you know, that very, um, you know, that very old television show, Bewitched, where she twinkles her nose and everything freezes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's sort of like that, um, except that that's not really possible unless you're in a fantasy television show. So in a real show, um, what you have is a violation. Wow. And the, the U.S. Yes. Uh, the U.S. has from the beginning been a strong ally and, and trying to, you know, also been a help to Israel. Where, what's their involvement now in the negotiations with the ceasefire? Well, this, I mean, there's no question that all of this is happening, you know, because of the very heavy, heavy involvement of, um, 
the United States and for sure the U.S. President Joe Biden, who has made this, you know, a personal mission. I think there's something um, it's not just that he feels personally connected to Israel. I think, you know, there's also something about the storyline that speaks to his own biography of losing people in tragic circumstances. And he's really, um, you know, he's really put his diplomatic, uh, you know, and, you know, in some sense, military muscle behind this. And so I think you, this would not happening without such a strong involvement to put this in context. One wants to remember that there was one single Israeli soldier that was kidnapped in 2006. It took four years to return him and Israel, um, exchanged him for, you know, over a thousand Palestinian prisoners, including ones with some very serious security, you know, were jailed essentially for having killed Israelis in terror attacks. So now we've already, you know, had over 70 hostages, you know, freed. That's, that's an enormous achievement. It's just, it's almost unbelievable in, in the history of hostage making, but you also have many more to, many more to release. And in some cases, and in some sense, you want to say that the easiest part of the entire thing is happening now. The price will go up. It will get more complicated as you deal with the hostages who are also Israeli soldiers. Mm. Um, and then you, you know, once you've paused the war, do you want it, do you want it to continue? What, what, you know, maybe you don't continue. Maybe there are other solutions that could be found. I mean, ultimately what's happened here is a diplomatic mechanism has been created in which two sides who can't talk to each other and who have, you know, every reason to be at arms are now suddenly also involved in indirect talks. Don't, you know, don't imagine that, you know, the Israelis and Hamas are in the same room, but, you know, the, you know, Egypt, Qatar, the United States, they've now put a lot of muscle into this and on, and they've had some initial success. So I think now they want to see how far they can go with this and can they go all the way? Yeah, absolutely. And there's also been a lot of um, talk, you know, um, um, about the hostages that are still in Gaza. Um, There was an article that some have been sold to another terror organization. Some have been misplaced. I'm not sure if you know any information or if anyone knows um, what is actually happening. Do we have information on all the hostages that are in Gaza? Um. We don't have information on all, all of them, but we do have information on some of them. Um, I know in some cases, you know, if you think about yesterday where Hamas initially said that it couldn't, you know, um, produce two mothers and then it did to produce two mothers. I think in some cases Israel is calling Hamas's bluff and in other cases, you know, we really, we really don't know. The, it is true that it was very chaotic. Not everybody was taken by Hamas, but the whole point of part of the deal is that there are these pauses every day right, where Israel is not also doing surveillance work. And that's meant for Hamas to really, you know, find all the hostages. Israel is still holding Hamas responsible for locating <laughs> and returning all the hostages. In some cases, it's also in the Hamas's interest because their, you know, their currency is the hostages. Mm, absolutely. Well, Tova Lazaroff, the Deputy Managing Editor of the Jerusalem Post, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. And we hope to speak to you again with the better news coming out of Israel. Thank you so much for your time.